Hello and welcome back to Untucked Shorts, episode 48. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcastee, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. Hey, everybody. This is a big one, one of our favorite episodes of the year. Felix, tell them, what, what are we calling this episode, first of all? And then we well, can tell them what we're in for. Try to keep with me here. Episode 48 has been titled, The Mid-Play-In Pre-Post-Season. Now we are halfway through the plan, and we are done with the regular season, and we are yet to begin the postseason. So we are in this really weird NBA loop where we're, it's just like kind of like the Bermuda Triangle of the season. It's so true. It's so weird. Technically, for some reason, I you bet know, the NBA is going to change this. These games, like Dallas the floated in there and never came out. Don't really count. So here we are, about to go with the playoffs, 82 games down and a whole, kind of like a whole new season to begin, right? It's like tournament time. Yeah, it's like, get ready. But, you know, the Warriors are very used to this um, atmosphere, and I think we're all ready to go. Now, um, we had five games to go. I predicted four and one. You predicted? Um, I can't remember exactly, but... Probably four and one as well. And and they... They were were four and one to close Um, the season, and doing so meant that we snagged the sixth spot in the playoffs and avoided the dreaded plan. Avoided the plan, and that's just a huge relief all over, um, coming over all the Warriors fans. And like Nikhil said, referencing back to him, he said this feels like a kind of a playoff season, uh, play in season, but we nearly dodged it. Now we beat San Antonio. Nothing much to say about that, and we dropped. a game to Denver by two points. In Denver. That would have been an amazing road win, but it was not to be. That's okay. Um, we beat OKC. Solid win. Had to get that game. And then we met Sacramento. Now, some people thought we were gonna Sacramento was going to try to beat us, but they were just resting all their stars getting ready. We beat them easily. And then we played Portland. Final game of the season. And um, let's just say if we needed a feel-good victory to cap it off, this roller coaster barely above 500 season, there was no – it wasn't a squeaker. It wasn't like a fourth quarter, last minute, who's going to win game. Have you heard of someone – I mean, I'm just asking this question. Let's sit. There's this player called Lester Quinones, and he has signed a 10-day contract with the Warriors which means he only subs in when the game has been long won or lost. Bottom of the bench. Far, Bottom, far deep end he of, got, the, of the bench. He got more minutes, um, probably more than uh, so Stephen if Curry. You, if you <laughs> haven't caught on by now, we had our biggest margin of victory of the season. Scored 56 points in the first quarter alone, a NBA record for a first quarter. And then ended up winning by 56 points. Just an incredible way to just trounce uh, a team that had nothing to play for. But um, I always, I, I always think it's Big good to go out. into the playoffs feeling strong feeling and not good. limping in. So, so a good we're sign. feeling good. Um, that was a good victory. And that was about a week ago. And here we are now. When you say we're, mid play in, you want to explain yeah. kind of why? We're, so we're I think we explained to you in the last podcast what the play in was. So uh, reference back to episode forty-seven, uh, hanging on by a thread. If you're unclear, but the in the play in we had L.A. Minnesota. Oklahoma City and the Pelicans. The Pelicans were eliminated uh, immediately. And that's just in the West. That's right. just in the West. We're only focusing on the West this podcast. The Pelicans were al- immediately eliminated, um, putting the Lakers at the seven spot. So the Lakers are now officially in the playoffs. They're going to meet Memphis in the first round. And then um, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder will play tonight for the eight. For the eight seed, who's going to barely squeak their way into the playoffs? And, Dad, do you have any predictions? So here we go. First prediction. 
Uh, Oklahoma City against the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. I think the Timberwolves are going to win. Um, OKC is hot, and I'm just going to put it out here. Next year, they're going to be a dangerous team with Chet Holmgren coming back with Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy And his hair. And his flowing locks. Man, I wish that guy would wear a headband. Nonetheless, OKC is poised for good things. I don't think um, this season is it, is going to be the one where they get to the playoffs. I mean, they could. And then the Timberwolves are disappointed to have lost to L.A. the other mm-hmm. night. And now they get Gobert back. He was suspended, but he, he's coming back tonight. Cat, I think, has something to prove. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the Timberwolves What it comes that, down to is Minnesota's spot. a more experienced and a stronger team. Mike Conley provides a lot of veteran leadership. He was really clutch for them in an, in an almost win the other night. Yeah, well, I have Minnesota winning that as well. I love OKC a lot. But I think Minnesota just has a better chance of beating Denver in the first round. Not saying it's going to happen, but they have a higher chance of knocking out Denver. And the quicker the one seed gets out of this playoffs, the better it is for the Warriors and their shots at another trophy. You know, before we get carried away and do all of our West Coast predictions, we should talk a little bit about the big Headline. big news coming out of the Warriors. Good news, finally, as we um, wrapped up the season. Not too much good news comes out of the Bermuda Triangle, but um, <laughs> issued... Things go in. They don't come out. So issued from the fog of the Bermuda Triangle comes a healthy, mentally healthy, and physically healthy Andrew Wiggins, who will, is cleared for Game 1 of the NBA playoffs against Sacramento Kings tomorrow night. And boy, oh boy, am I just so happy that this guy, he, I mean, he was gone for months, right? Yeah, he, he missed something like 22 or 24 games, which is, big, you know, big a, chunk. over a quarter of the season. He's in an intensive one-week training right now, Mark told me. That's right. They're trying to get him up to game time speed. I mean, he was always physically fit, and he apparently kept up his uh, conditioning. But still, I'm, I'm betting there's going to be a little rust, and I don't mm-hmm. think he'll start. But I think just having him there to play – Defense against the Aaron Fox and having him to knock down some shots, maybe some mid-ranges, a couple of threes. I think the team is just going to feel really psyched, and it's going to be a huge lift. Skimming over the headlines, uh, people say he will not start, and I don't think he needs to start. Um, he, I think what I want from him in the first series, in Game 1 and in Series 1 of the playoffs, is just good defense. I think he'll find his legs, he'll find his offensive stride, but if we could just supply some lockdown defense coming off the bench, that's what we need. Um, but he has been cleared to return, and boy, oh boy, am I happy. Yeah, it's going to be a big emotional boost for the team, too, which I don't think you can really underestimate how important psychology is in sports in general, but um, for a team that is going in technically as the lower seed. I mean, we're on the road to start these two games. We've talked a lot about how challenging it's been for us to win a game on the road. Sacramento hasn't had a home playoff game, any playoff game in 16 years. I think it's the longest of any NBA team. Um, So they're going to be desperate. That crowd is going to be just, you know, ripping the roof off before things even start. So a definitely challenging atmosphere. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We have such a veteran team that I think we can handle it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, before we enter our break, this is a one-in-a-season, I want to say lifetime, but season time thing that we're going to do on this podcast. Now, we are going to do the Spice Jar, spiciest play of the whole season. Yeah, 
Um, do you want me to start, Dad? I think you better. I think you better. Reviewing all 82 games, you're gonna, you've picked just, one moment that is <laughs> so spicy. I just see you, like, staring into oblivion, like, God, what am I gonna say? Yeah, you've been, but you gotta go first. I, I have mine prepared. prepared. Um, so, December 27th, Warriors versus, the Golden State Warriors versus the Charlotte Hornets. We are winning by, I think, four points with a couple minutes to go. <laughs> Jordan Poole is having the game of his lifetime. This is a period where both Curry and Wiggins were out. Right. Deep bottom of the bench minutes. And in the fourth quarter, Jordan Poole drives down the lane with his right hand. He spins through a uh, disambled. Is that a word? Uh, dis- dis- dismantled? Dis- dis- Dismantled Mason Plumley, and then looking in the other direction, drops it off. Oh, no yes. look past to Jonathan Kaminga, who is slyly back cut through Miles Bridges, who came out of jail for the game, and dunks it <laughs> with so much authority. The crowd goes wild. I was there. It was just had to be the spiciest play of the season, no doubt about it. The future generations drop off slam pool to Kabinga. It was a pool party. I'm so glad you remember that in such vivid detail. We were at that game and yes, that place just exploded and that was so so spicy. That was like a, a habanero. Yeah. Kind of level spice. Ghost pepper? Go yes. No, wait, was it called like the California no, the Carolina Reaper? Yeah. <laughs> that was Carolina Reaper type stuff. Okay, so you know your spiciest play makes me think a little bit about the uh, a spicy play or a stand-up play from the season that is kind of a, a compliment to Jordan Kaminga coming into his own, the future of the Warriors, second-year player, having that just spectacular play with Jordan Poole, another guy who hopefully is going to be around a long time. My spiciest play of the season is another monster dunk, an electrifying rare moment of athleticism for a player who is at the end of his career. And I'm talking about against the Phoenix Suns, at home about a month ago, Andre Iguodala, who only played a handful of games, so gets into the action. And to the utter disbelief of 20,000 people at Chase Arena, he slams it home. He elevates like we haven't seen him do in a couple seasons. The old man is, is I think, next to Udonis Haslam, maybe the oldest guy in the NBA. Uh, him and LeBron are both 38. He gets up there. He dunks. Place goes wild. Curiously, he exits the game, and we don't really know why. <laughs> and then we find out that he very sadly broke his wrist <laughs> on what probably is going to be his last play ever in an NBA uniform. And he's Poor delivered guy. so much. I guess those German white blood cells were just not enough to keep his wrist intact at age 38. So I don't know. Is that is that Carolina Reaper worthy? Maybe not. But I just thought it's a good Definitely bookend. Definitely, it's up there. It's habanero. Stuff. Okay. Well, All right. Thank we better take a break. When we come us. back. It's uh, predictions time. Hello, and welcome back to the mid-play-in pre-post-season episode. Our next portion of the podcast this is all Western Conference edition. I'm just going to spitfire at Mark the seedings of who is in the playoffs. And he's just going to give me a 10-second response on how deep you think they're going to go. And, and then we'll flip it. And then we'll flip it. And 
he'll tell, and then I'll give my response and so forth until the seven seed because we do not know who's going to be the eight seed. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. At the one seed, we have the Denver Nuggets. I think the Nuggets will win their uh, first first round and three. Two. Yeah, I don't think I think they get into the finals, but they're they're not going to get to uh, they're not going to get to the NBA finals. They get to the Western Conference Finals. You have okay. I do not have them going nearly as far. They've actually dropped games to Orlando and Detroit. They're a weak team, and if they hit them in the sweet spot, I have them losing in the second round. Wow. At the two seed, we have ooh, la, 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 we have the Memphis Grizzlies. I think the Memphis Grizzlies are in trouble. I don't think they're getting out of that first round. It's going to be a meltdown. They will lose to the Lakers in the first round. Yeah, I have the exact same thing. Lakers are a strong team with LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're finally finding their rhythm, and that is the opposite for Memphis. At the three seed, we have the Kings, three, two, one, first round. They're out, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. You're a great team, very young, bright, have a future. You just had to play us. At the four seed, we have the Phoenix Suns. I think the Suns are going to go pretty deep. I think they'll easily handle the Clippers. And then um, I'm not sure who that would play in the second round, but I feel confident that KD is is not going to go out quietly. Western Conference Finals assured. They're just so stacked. It's just, like, insane how deep they are as well. Actually, they're a little less deep after training for KD, but they're a definite Western Conference Finals team. At the five seed, we have the Clippers. Yeah, I think it's uh, assumed they will get steamrolled. It's too bad that Paul George is injured and um, Kawhi can do a lot, but I don't think against the Suns. Maybe not their year. Just maybe not their year. And then at the sixth seed, uh, we have the Golden State Warriors. You know, I'm feeling, and I guess I'm a hometown fan, so when I say they'll get to the finals, I really mean it. I don't see see a path. I I think they have the talent and the experience. They can do it, of course. They're going to need to win some games on the road. They've done it in every playoff season in Kerr's career. But um, this is going to be a rickety ship, but they have the potential. Well, I don't really know too much about this team. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, more yeah. of a Lakers kind of guy. No, oh they're gosh. great. They're, we're really deep. I mean, we can't really – I think we meet them in the Western Conference Finals and we beat them in seven. I you think mean the gonna, Suns? You think we're going to I think we Suns meet the, the Suns and we beat them in seven, go to the finals. No idea about the East Coast. We'll do something about that next episode. But I, I think we're just so strong, and we, I think we have one more championship in us, or at least one more finals appearance. At the seventh seed, we have the Lakers. Yeah, we I talk think about they'll, them. Right, they'll win yeah. the first round, but then I think the, would we play them in the second round? Yeah. The two, the two against yeah, the— Yeah, we would, uh, and yeah, then I think we'd kind of crush them. Yeah. Um— but, yeah, that's all we have to say as far as the Western Conference overall. Right. We still don't know Minneapolis or OKC playing the Nuggets. Well, let me ask you, is there, you know, is it a we believe kind of year? If, if let's say, OKC pulls it off miraculously, no. gets in, can they take down Denver? Dad, I just played as Oklahoma City in 2K. They just, they're just so shallow. They're, they really don't have I anything in them. I watched them the other night. Lou Dort got these they two give up. Jason they're, Williams they're not guys. Playoff. They're not playoff. Yeah, ready. yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm just wondering, though, if they're gonna, you know, what are going to be the big shockers. So um, interesting not. notes this season. Uh, there, there are four California teams in the playoffs, in the Western mm-hmm. Conference playoffs. I don't know if that's happened before. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's a good good thing for the Warriors that we're not getting on planes flying across the country in these early rounds to play like a Memphis. Mm-hmm. Or We could stay in California until the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. If we – And then going to Arizona if we end up playing with them is not, not too much of a hardship. Yeah. And then – no, I'm fantasizing too much. Okay. But 
Well, that's really all. Okay, there you go. It's our rapid, um, our, our rapid predictions. Predictions. Yeah. Um, I think we both think the Dubs are going to win. Any any more things to look for? What what are you looking for in the series? Wiggins is coming back. What else is going to? Well, the Warriors have clinched the six. We played Sacramento. We play Sacramento, and I I don't know. I see us winning maybe like four to two. I think that's See, like a fair well, prediction. Well, you were telling me before we came on that you would be worried if we had to go there and win a game seven. That that would yeah, give you. Yeah, I think if we went to a game seven, we'd actually lose. Now that's crazy, but we're just not that good. We got to win one on the road. It'd be really nice. The first two games of the series mm-hmm. are both in Sacramento. It'd be really nice to win one of those and then put we'll, the pressure back on we'll them. We'll dominate at home easily. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Not too much to say about. This I mean, series. I guess you know it's an interesting thing. The two, the two were, were Northern California. We really haven't been rivals because they've been so terrible for so long. But Mike Brown used to be a coach for the Warriors. Now he's in his first season. He turned them around real quick. Aaron oh. Fox, Sabonis, Harrison I think Barnes. We're gonna have good talent. Um, Herder, Kevin Herder. Kevin Herder's their, been yeah, doing great he's... this season. I think the Warriors will have a mess up game mm. where it's like, oh, we we should have won that. Um, but, you know, that's okay to have one of those on the road. Then um, that would be one of the two games we drop. But I definitely have us powering through this uh, series. Um, I have I think one last question for you about the series or really the whole postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a prediction for how many technical fouls Draymond's going to get this postseason? Jeez. I think this is going to be the most dirty playoff. Well, actually, <laughs> you can't really compare to him kicking LeBron uh... in a certain male Part, but is it um, LeBron or uh, Stephen Adams in the I think he got all of them. I think oh, he also geez. got okay. LeBron. Maybe this is not the note he I wanted. Names. To um, <laughs> but yeah, that's all for episode uh, forty-eight of Untucked Shorts. Enjoy the postseason and uh, settle in. This concludes the mid-play-in pre-postseason Western, Western Conference, Conference edition. edition. See you next time on Untucked Shorts.